Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, August 18th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. We come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're talking about a passage in Matthew, but before we get there, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, you pour out the spirit of grace and supplication on all who desire it. Deliver us from cold hearts and wandering thoughts that with steady minds and burning zeal, we may be your people in the world. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Our scripture today comes from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 20. Listen for a word from God. If another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the flaw when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you, if the two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Brett, this passage talks a lot about handling conflict in the church, and particularly about the idea of binding and loosing. What does that have to do with conflict and how we handle it? I think that what this what this passage is getting at is that what we what we do here on earth matters <laughs> um, and how we handle things, even such things as conflict, have consequences that go beyond just this exact moment. Uh, I think it's you know it's interesting of when I think about I think that people both inside and outside the church have a really high expectation about how the church should handle conflict. Which is, I'm fine with that, but then sometimes even us within the church, we have a higher expectation of how the church will handle conflict than how we will handle conflict. Right. And we are the church. It's always about other people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should handle that You know that how better. you should handle this? Mm-hmm. Um, you should is my favorite <laughs> sentence opener. It just makes me so happy. That's but, sarcasm. But to, to connect this with the passage that we looked at on Monday is that First Peter talks about how we should be stewards of the manifold grace of God, and especially in conflict uh, of the grace that exists in heaven is the grace that exists here with us now. Uh, And so when we come to conflict and we will come to conflict, there's, we are human uh, and conflict is not, I don't think inherently sinful. It's how we respond to that conflict that can become sinful. Uh, Tara and I have been listening to this podcast about a church that ended up um, having to expel its its lead pastor, and he had this this idea, and it's a it's a very famous sermon that he gives of 
he talks about being on the bus. If you either get on the bus or you get kicked off the bus or you get run over by the bus and that, you know, they're, they have, they're so focused that they'll run people over and they'll leave a trail of bodies behind the bus. And I can't. And he said it proudly. Proudly. And I can't emphasize how much I disagree with that um, because that's not what the church is of, you know, that, that takes a special type of um, pride uh, that you're not willing to let others steer the bus to continue with the metaphor or uh, admit that maybe you hit we're heading the wrong direction. Um, and and that's not just him. There are moments in my life where I'm not going to proudly say that, but in my mind I'm thinking that, right? Um, and so uh, the binding and loosing, I think, has to come back to are we loosing ourselves um, and be willing to let go of the reins and allow a, someone else to steer? Uh, and and um, are we willing to also take stance and, and uh, stick with it uh, even when it's hard? Because conflict's hard. It is hard, but I'm I'm thinking about a few things. One is that that example of uh, either you get on the bus or we're going to run you over is so against all that Jesus Christ has to say. Take, for instance, our passage today, Mm -hmm. which is really about reconciliation. Mm -hmm. It says you don't get to just be mad and cut someone off. If there is a problem, you talk to them. You don't talk to others. You don't gossip about it. You go to them. And if they don't listen, then you take two other people who see the same kind of issue and you go and you lovingly do the same thing. And there may come a time where the relationship ends, but I do not think that is ever God's will. I think God always wants us to be in relationship with one another. And so, you know, our passage on Monday was about being hospitable and loving and you know, the question to that is, what do we do with people who are hard to love? Hmm. And the answer is, love them anyway. And when there is conflict, love them enough to go through this reconciliation process. The other thing that really struck me, too, is that Jesus tells them, if nothing else works, let them be as a Gentile or a tax collector. Well, how does Jesus treat Gentiles and tax collectors? (laughs) He invites them in. He loves them. He's in relationship with them. So I almost feel like there's a little bit of comedy in this for Jesus, right? You go through this whole process and then when nothing else works, I want you to treat him like a tax collector. Does that mean bring him to dinner? Because that's what Jesus did. And so I think there's a little bit of this that we may not get. But I also think that When it talks about binding and loosing in heaven, we are called to create the kingdom in this place as much as we can. So if I am angry at someone and I rage at them, um, I'm destroying the kingdom in this time and place. It's not one instance. I'm creating that world by what I do. And so I would rather lovingly have a relationship cut off as much as possible than have that kind of abrupt cut off. Um, It's, you know, I don't know. I am generally not a person who feels like it is my job to correct people. I don't. I feel like that's always the Holy Spirit's job and that at best, like our now in quote from Monday, I can create a space where people can change their minds. Hmm. But there is... And I, uh, a facet of Christianity, which is, you know, lovingly help people change. Um, but again, I think the key is always lovingly. Uh, this is not a, when you're mad at someone, you just get to cut them off. Yeah. 
it, it's you know it kind of it gives us a model but obviously models um it's limited to being just a model and so that there are things that could happen even within this model for how i was just thinking of like you know you'd have this conflict you take it to the person and then the point of bringing it to other witnesses or to the church is that you know what you those witnesses could be like actually, actually you're wrong actually you're not so sharp on this one and actually as a leader in the church i love that yeah i love nothing more than when we're in a session meeting or having a discussion and someone says you know tara i think you've got that backwards i'm always like not always <laughs> but maybe, I, maybe maybe later that night <laughs> well i do think i think in some ways I, actually i wrote this in an email to someone this morning that I need and depend on the body of Christ to help me live out God's will the way I'm supposed to because I don't think I can do it on my own. Um, and there is no harm in someone, again, lovingly saying, mm, I think you missed the boat on that one, my friend. <laughs> I'm also one of those people who has to talk to know what they think, <laughs> so it really helps to have other people around. Yeah. Well, let us close with a quote by Horace Mann. Do not think of knocking out another person's brains because he differs in opinion from you. It would be as rational to knock yourself on the head because you dis- differ from yourself 10 years ago. Isn't that true? So. True. We're always so uh, accepting of our own changes and flaws. And the goal is to be that accepting or more of others' changes and flaws. Yeah, because, man, I think about the things that I thought about 10 years ago. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I just want to say a moment right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that the Internet was not invented when I was a teenager. (laughs) All right, friends. With that, we encourage you to go out to love and to serve, to be well, caring for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.